Uh, I'm an education consultant now working in a company called Ivy Labs Education. This company located in um, New Haven, Yale campus. And uh, before coming to uh, working in this company, I earned my second master's degree in developmental psychology at Columbia University Teachers College. And before that, I um, got my bachelor's degree and my first master's degree in Shanghai International Studies University. In Chinese, it's called Shanghai Wai So I had two different um, master's degrees. Um, and uh, I, um, when I was in Shanghai, I, um, I worked in uh, the new oriental company, Xindongfang, for about three years, teaching um, interpretation. Um, so pretty much my career is spent in education. Yeah, that's pretty much about me. Okay. And this year, because of the coronavirus and the international condition, many students and uh, their parents start to, start to doubt the meaning of study abroad. Some of them even think that going abroad may not as appealing as before. For nowadays, more and more students chose to go abroad to study. What's more, because of the development of Chinese universities recent years, some students think that it is unnecessary for them to go abroad if they could attend a good university in China. So why do you go abroad then? And, uh, what do you think of the meaning of going abroad? Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so for me, I think there are mm, primarily two different reasons. Um, the first one is um, I graduated from um, undergraduate school uh, about 10 years ago. And when I graduated, I, I, simply, I was simply too curious about the world. Um, to stay in Shanghai and uh, to spend all of all the rest of my life there, I was I was intimidated to thinking like that. I, I want to explore the world more, so I applied, and that's the first reason. And the, the second reason is that, uh, to be very honest, I'm a person who um, who likes to compare myself to others, um, or in Chinese, I want to say. Um, because you know when I when I was finishing my uh, undergraduate study I didn't apply immediately as I mentioned I got my first master's degree in China but some of my classmates in the undergraduate in in the undergraduate class um, they applied immediately and they got in got offered from Harvard from UPenn from Columbia University I was immediately shocked because I got the highest GPA in my major um, and I was thinking okay simply because I didn't apply so I cannot get you know got the offer from uh, the top university in the world um, I I don't want to settle with my life just in that way so I applied um, I guess that's the two reasons one is that I'm, I'm too curious the other one is I want to approve that I'm, I'm the best um, and that's that sounds childish currently, I think. No, I think it's a good way to improve yourself. So it is a way. Thank you.
and uh, compared with the students last year, do students applying this year decline or have they made any changes because of the situation? Oh, definitely, because I'm an education consultant. So I'm helping. So what does an education consultant consultant do? Okay, my job is mostly about helping Chinese students who are in middle school or who are in uh, high school. They are applying, they are or considering uh, to apply to have their education in in US. So I have students, um, you know, in in almost um, every big city in China, like Shanghai, Shenzhen, Beijing. And what's the difference because of the pandemic? I think the biggest difference is that students they are considering when they are thinking about, oh, I want to I want to pursue an overseas education. Uh, previously, they are thinking, oh, I need to go to uh, America, U.S., United States. But now they are thinking, they are diversifying their choices. Some students, they want to apply to the United States, plus U.K., plus Canada, plus Singapore. Um, and some students are considering uh, universities in Japan or Hong Kong. So I think the biggest difference I'm, I'm seeing now is uh, many families, they are waiting for waiting for the results of the of the presidential election and see what will happen after that. And a lot of students who are applying this year are diversifying their choices. They're considering more, you know, different types of countries. Mm-hmm. Mm, and why did you change your major to education when you were in America? What kind of thing inspired you to do such a change? Okay. Uh, so actually, I didn't change my um, major from, or mm, I would say, I did change. But you know, in the first place, when I was um, studying for my undergraduate um, study, uh, my major was English teaching uh, was English education. So actually, my original major is English education, and then for my first master's degree, my major um, was. British and American literature, and then I I changed to when I when I was in Columbia University I changed to mm, yeah developmental psychology, but it's in the teachers college which is educational institution. Um, I think I um, spent as I said everything I did um, for my career is most not everything but mostly in education. I think I'm passionate about it. And I have accumulated lots of um, experiences in that field, uh, which I feel I I don't dislike. So I um, feel like okay, I should spend more time learning, you know, accumulate more knowledge and build a stronger foundation in this in this field. And I feel that um, with an education um, background and teaching experiences. It should not be too difficult for me to find a job after the study at Columbia University. So I focused um, most of my energies and efforts in in um, pursuing studies in education and uh, doing uh, career. Um, yeah, most of my career experiences in in the field of education. I want to be more focused. Yeah, that's good. From your perspective, 
what are the differences between Chinese top universities and uh, American top universities since you have studied in both of them? Uh, I'm not sure whether my Chinese university is a top university. I, I, uh, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good language school, language university. Um, yeah, it's a pity that it's, it's not a comprehensive university. So uh, the ranking of, of Shanghai International Studies University is not very, very high. Um, I, based on my experience, I think the experience, the difference between um, Shanghai International Studies University and the Kwame University um, is that, um, of course, firstly, the, the teaching style is very different because one is in China and one is in the United States. So um, the, the American school, the American university is more uh, discussion-based classroom, you know, teaching style, while the, 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 the Shanghai, the, the Chinese school is more um, the teacher teaches uh, standing in, in, in front of the whole classroom and teaching. I kind of feel that the first two years in my uh, undergraduate study, um, I, was, I would, you know, from now on, I would use CSU to stand for Shanghai International Studies University to, just to make it short, to make it, you know, um, to make it easier for me to say its name. So when I was um, in CSU, uh, the first two years at CSU, I feel I was still attending high school, just uh, the, the fourth grade to the fifth grade in high school, because there's no big difference between the high school learning style and uh, the, the CSU learning style. Um, I spent most of my life in, in library, uh, learning, um, concent concentrate in learning. Um, but in um, Columbia University, I feel, you know, the, the discussion in classroom is more, um, it's very, everybody wants to join the, the, the discussion. And the teacher is just a facilitator uh, to let people, let students discuss and uh, uh, inspire each other. So I think this is the biggest difference. And uh, the, the other thing is, I feel students in China um, they're very, they're not very sure about what they want to do. Um, or they, um, I don't want to say they're lazy, but, um, you know, after taking the college entrance examination, most of the students, they, they want to have an easier life. So after going to the classroom, um, they spend most of their time in the dormitory watching TV series, or going, you know, doing shopping in Taobao. <laughs> uh, that's what I did. So I think most of them are still doing things like that. But in um, American universities, what I feel is that students are very, um, they care so much about uh, what's happening in the school's clubs and the, what they can do for their career. Um, yeah, they, they want to mingle with people um, on campus. And uh, the third difference is that definitely the diversity of the campus is very different because in China, in my university, uh, it's diversified to some extent because um, we have, I have classmates from different parts of China, different provinces, although majority of the campus um, is from Shanghai, our local Shanghainese. But in Columbia University, definitely you can see people from different countries. 
and uh, different continents. And uh, that makes me uh, more open-minded and uh, more aware of um, the differences between people, different um, mindsets. So I think that's um, the three major differences I, I observe uh, based on my own experience. Do you think it is necessary to give up going abroad under these circumstances? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, it's a very personal decision to make. Um, I would say um, it really depends on if I were the person to make a choice, because now currently I'm already in US, but if I was um, I went back to 2010 and uh, um, the pandemic happened in 2010 when I uh, newly graduated from uh, CSU and I met with the question you just asked me, I probably will say that um, I might hold on for one or two years after this pandemic because um, most of the universities, they are having online teaching. Um, and uh, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm from a working class family and uh, I, when I applied to Columbia University, um, I spent three years to earn my first master's degree in CSU, but on the, at the same time, I worked part time to make as much money as possible because my family cannot support me or pay the tuition for my Columbia experience. So I basically make it happen uh, together with my parents because they also helped a little bit. And uh, so for my, from my perspective, if I was put in that situation, um, I would want to make the best use of the money I have earned with lots of um, hardships and uh, difficulties. So the online teaching, um, if I get the offer, um, probably I need to spend the first semester or a whole year taking online courses. I would feel um, that might not be very that, that might not be the experience I expect um, to get um, with the, the huge amount of money I spent. So I would say I would hold on for, for one or two years until the pandemic is gone and then I will reapply or I will start applying. Yeah, so that's my personal choice. Yeah. Okay. Some students may think that after the graduation of grad school, they are not very young, and uh, they have to uh, and they, they have to find a job as soon as possible. So they still want to continue to study. Do you have such concern? Mm, um, I think for this question, after graduate school. Um, I'm not very young, definitely I'm not very young and uh, I need to find a job uh, instead of going to uh, keep studying. Uh -huh. so, by, uh, so here, by um, keeping, continue to studying, you mean, you know, attend uh, a PhD program, right? Mm -hmm. I'll go to some, to study some other majors. Okay, uh, like me, earn a second graduate degree, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm, so well, can I can I interrupt? I just feel like yeah. feel like because you know 
talking about getting old, right? And talking about after a master's degree and then going crazy、um, enough to get a PhD degree. So I just started my second year as a full-time、um, employee. And how long have you been working, Eva?、Uh, in Ivy Labs, you mean? Yeah, or after Columbia. After Columbia, so I、um, it's almost like the day I graduated from Columbia, the second day I joined Ivy Labs. I started working <laughs> at Ivy Labs. Yeah. So I spent the past six years in Ivy Labs. Yeah. 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 So if you direct the question, Cheryl, at me, right? Who has just started her second、mm-hmm. year? Um, at work, on her. How old am I? Thirty-three, thirty. Yeah. So talking about getting old and talking about wasting time.、Um, I think you should direct the question at me. But、um, jokes aside, I think that's a personal choice, right? That's basically what you know how you would imagine your life turn out, and how you want to. Realize your own dreams or something,、um, but I, I just want to interrupt and introduce myself and my age to the whole world. I guess.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me,、uh, thank you, Wenwen, for your、um, input. So for me,、um, I, you know, in my case, as I mentioned, because different people has different、um, have different family background. Um, have different life experiences, and for my personal、um, experience, I think、um, the thing is after、um, for my program at Columbia, it usually students, my classmates, they usually spend two years to to take to to take courses and get the master's degree. But you know, I I said I I was very poor. I I, tr- I worked very hard before coming to United States and earn some money and to pay the tuition. I paid most of my tuition, and I think I don't. I simply don't have that much time to waste on campus. So I shortened. I I I crammed、um, lots of things、um, and shortened my time at Columbia University. So I I finish it in one and a half years, which usually will need to. Uh, need two years to finish, and then I start working immediately.、Um, I interviewed only with two different companies, and I got the offer、um, from Ivy Labs, and then I choose to to come to work here.、Um, it's I I know that you know when I was trying to find a job,、uh, what I did is that I go to LinkedIn and see what job what kind of jobs other you know.、Um, Uh, graduates from、uh, Columbia University, what type of job they are doing, and I see that some of them are working in、uh, United United Nations.、Uh, some of them are working in universities. Some of them are here and there, and I feel wow, that's amazing. I want to do that type of job as well. But、um, you know, life is hard, <laughs> so I cannot wait like them. Because I know that I asked someone who who was working in United Nations. She told me that okay, Ella, if you want to work in United Nations,、um, you can work as an unpaid intern in United Nations for half a year, and then I 
it's based on her experience. And then I got the chance to, you know, change from an unpaid intern to a full-time employee. Um, half a year is not very long. It's worth waiting for someone. But for me, who cannot afford to even have my own bedroom, when I was in Columbia University, you know, you know where I where did I live? I live in the living room. I paid five hundred dollars every month because that's the only place I can afford. So this is life, and uh, and I just uh, you know I I don't have choice. So I have to immediately begin to work and begin to make money and to um, to yeah to to not die not to live to live um, so whether you want to uh, continue studying or you need to find a job I don't think it's based on your age and more based on whether it's necessary or you feel you have to. Uh, you have a choice. I don't have a choice. So my answer is I mm, have to work. Mm, have you ever experienced something impressive which made you feel satisfied or meaningful to work as an education consultant? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, most of the audience today, they are graduating this year, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. Yes. So probably you are thinking about, oh, what type of job I want to try? And it might be your first job. Um, I want to give you more information about what it's like as an education consultant. So, so probably you can um, cross it out from your list or you, you feel that, okay, this is what I want to do. And education consultant, as I said briefly, we are, I'm helping Chinese students apply to u- universities in, in US or apply to boarding schools in US. And what we need to do is to um, help them do early stage planning, which means, okay, the student probably she is, or he or she is uh, only in uh, ninth grade, but she is considering coming to US for college, for university. So what she need to do in preparation for uh, this application and what type of university, uh, like summer programs she need to do, what type of um, like, um, competitions she needs to do to strengthen the student background. So we will help her help the student um, to design or to plan each step and what type of GPA, when to take the SAT, when to do the uh, what is the deadline for the let's say the de- uh, for the application to Harvard University. And uh, for the um, application stage, we will help the student brainstorm, um, for the personal statement, how to write it, and for um, the supplemental essays, we will help them to bring, brainstorm together and help them to edit, to finalize it. And for some universities, especially liberal arts colleges, they have interview session. So we will help the student to prepare their um, interview. Um, so as that's what what an educational consultant basically do. It's a tough job because you are not only communicating with a student uh, one-on-one, but also you need to manage the parents' um, expectations. So we need to work with the parents as well. Um, And uh, to answer Cheryl's question, uh, what's um, impressive or especially uh, meaningful about this job is that, um, for example, last year, 
I have um, last year I have 13 students applied. That's a lot actually, and the most of them are students I began to accompany uh, since tenth grade. So before they apply to universities, I already have two or three years with them. I know them very well. We are just like friends or even families. And when they apply, I feel everything goes very smoothly because of the the time we spent earlier before the application season. And uh, the result turns out to be very good. Um, one of them got into Northwestern University. One, uh, two, two of them got into Cornell, and two of them got into Smith College, and some other um, as um, some other uh, students got into schools they like pretty much. I feel this um, this whole process is so um, so happy for me, so delightful and uh, rewarding for me, because I I truly feel that they are my kids, uh, even though they are pretty uh, not that young, they are pretty um, adolescents, and uh, um, to work with them together, um, be their friends, and see. That they achieve something uh, they have ever have never imagined before uh, is very very uh, meaningful to me, and that's the most important and also the precious part um, of the job as an education consultant. Yeah. What was your personal goals when you was when you was still a college student? Have you already achieved them? <laughs> um, that's a question to my soul. 灵魂拷问 Okay, have I achieved? What's my goal? Um, actually, I didn't have any goal when I was in college. Or if you ask me to、um, to say at least have to say one, I would say、um, to earn money, to to have a good life.、Um, It's very simple and it's very direct.、Um, I know that everybody's dream is very different. My dream sounds very material, materialistic.、Um, I guess that's because I, I, when I was growing up, because of the family background, I have lots of things I want or I want to do. I still remember that there was a, when I was in primary school, I went to a shopping mall with my mom, and there was a very pretty dress, and my mom. I I was so attracted to that dress, and my mom said, "Oh, try it!" And I tried it. I look I look like、um, a queen, a princess in that dress. I really want that dress, and、uh, and then my mom asked and see the price tag, and then she dragged me away.、Uh, this you know things like this, small anecdotes like this are. Um, etched in my mind, I feel I want a lot of things, but I cannot afford it. I feel I need to earn money. I want to be economically independent to get what I want.、Um, so in college, I work as、um, 家教 um, since、uh, since the the the、um, sophomore year,、um, and I started to do.、Um, Work like a translator,、uh, an interpreter in college as well.、Um, to be honest, there was a time that, okay, I、um, spend money 
uh, as if to revenge. I I waste a lot of money, uh, not a lot. I don't have a lot, but I wasted those money I earned. And gradually, when I was in my age now, I feel um, I I gradually understand that money is not the most important thing. I still have I now I have more important things to to care about, like my family, my baby. And uh, I have my students, my friends. So、uh, don't don't see me as a <laughs> as someone who is only caring about money. But、um, in a certain period of my life, and especially if you ask me what's my goal in college, I want to be very honest with you. I want to be economically independent. I want to have my own life. I want to I want to achieve my my dream that with my own hands.、Um, Yeah, that's my my goal, and I think I achieved it to some extent. I'm not the billionaire, <laughs> and and probably will never be, but、um, I have a stable life, and I'm very satisfied with it. So I would say I I achieved my dream, my goal. Yeah, that's good. Finally, thank you. Do you have any suggestions for the students who are about to graduate, especially in such a situation? Throughout what is uncertain,、mm, especially in the situation, you mean the、mm, pandemic, right? Yeah.、Mm, okay. Suggestions.、Um, I think my suggestion is very simple.、Um, try to do whatever you can to make yourself better. Um, don't panic.、Um, don't be afraid.、Um, because lots of things are. You don't need to worry too much about things that's out of your control.、Um, control yourself.、Uh, manage yourself. Be a better version of yourself.、Um, and、uh, leave the rest to to、um, to tomorrow or to、um, destiny. Or to life, yeah. Just to do your best to do what, what, whatever that you that you can control. Yeah.、Mm, can you introduce your favorite song?、Uh, that is to say, our theme song to our class. Oh, my my theme song. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There is a quantity like this. Um, I do send、uh, Cheryl uh, the song I like.、Uh, it's from I don't know how to say it in、um, English. So Bailey, bear with me. I'm going to say it in Chinese. Okay, sorry. Um, Gong Qijun's 的那个叫什么魔女什么什么宅什么。嗯，其实我也不太清楚那个歌叫什么。所以魔女宅急送啊，魔女宅急送。谢谢 Rebecca。Good, thank you, Rebecca. Um, 我选这个的原因呢 Oh, I will start speaking Chinese. Is that okay? Um, 嗯，就是这个这首，其实我没有看过这个，我只是嗯、um, 最近特别心烦。嗯、um, ，I was very um, I think I I almost have panic attack recently because I was having a baby. And because of pandemic, no one from China, like my mom or my my、uh, husband's mom, no one can come to take care of her. So I need to work、um, as a full time employee.、Uh, on top of that, I need to take care of my baby girl. 
so I was um, under great pressure. I feel I cannot uh, work like before anymore, and I won't be um, the best version of myself anymore. Um, when you have baby in the future, you will, and and at the same time you need to work. You will feel how I feel now. Um, so the uh, this theme song, I bumped into this theme song in YouTube because I want to listen to some soft music to soothe my nerves. And I found this song, and I feel um, almost crying when I was listening to it. Um, it makes me feel um, very homesick. <laughs> it makes me. Uh, it reminds me of all the beautiful things that happened uh, back in China, including my first love. <laughs> so um, I want to share this song with you, and uh, um, to have a have a good mood. To um, enjoy yourself, um, to feel thankful to to God, to uh, being alive, um, yeah. So I hope you um, can enjoy this song as well. Okay, thank you again for your attending and your sharing. It's very informative. So thank you. I'm not sure where, whether other students have any questions about. Your job or something. I know usually we have Q and A session um, when students want to ask questions. But Ella, if you have questions, because I I know that you've been asked a lot of questions by Cheryl, almost like grilled with questions tonight. So if you want to avenge that um, on us, feel free to. Any questions, like? You want a particular student to answer, and that's a privilege. <laughs> okay, so I can ask anyone. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Good. Um. I'm looking at Hazel because <laughs> her name is very, very unique. Um. So Hazel, uh, where are you now? There, I'm in China. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So um, I want to ask the question that Cheryl just asked me. What's your goal in in college? Because you are currently in college, right? And uh, what's your goal? Um, can you share with us, if you don't mind? Uh, where? Um, since I went to college, uh, I have idea that. I want to go to um, some graduate school, and when I was a freshman, I want to be an interpreter. And but now, this idea might be changed since um, I'm preparing for my. Uh, applying for graduate school, and I want to apply for TESOL program. So, um, yeah. So, um, actually, my goal maybe is just uh, spend much time studying and finish the assignment that the professors or teachers. Assign us to do, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, I think TESOL is a very good choice 
I have classmates who um, studied TESOL at UPenn, and uh, another one studied it at um, NYU, I think. And then after they graduate, uh, the one who finished the TESOL program at UPenn um, became, she spent two years um, for the practicum, for like the internship. And then after that, she returned to UPenn to teach Chinese at UPenn. And then, yeah, she's still at UPenn. So she's a, she's a teacher at UPenn. Um, so good luck to, to your application to the TESOL program. Um, I, I think um, I can see that you, you are very kind, you are very nice, and uh, you will be a very good teacher. Yeah, good luck to you. Okay. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, any last question for Ella? Yeah, please ask me a question. Or if um, you feel more comfortable, you can ask in Chinese. Hi, Ella. Um, I have a question. Okay, great. Um, in your opinion, do you think there are some big differences existing in workplace relations between um, America and China? Mm, I think um, I think I might not be the best person to answer this question simply because the company Ivy Labs Education it's a company founded and owned and run by Chinese so basically what I mean is I'm working in the United States but my company is is a Chinese company uh -huh. but I do feel um, some difference um, between um, the Chinese um, office culture and the U.S. office culture. I feel the U.S. office culture um, is because I also, besides Ivy Labs, I've done internship in United Nations and I've done internship at Teachers College, Columbia University, uh, and I worked in uh, China. And I think the big difference is that the relationship here is, uh, is much simpler. Um, there are not much gosin jiao here, and uh, um, in China, I feel because I I have um, very good friends, uh, lots of very good friends. They are working in China now, and uh, we have small WeChat groups, and some of them will um, gossip about what there are some drama happened in the office and the relationship between. Uh, the supervisor and uh, the um, employees or the colleagues are complex and uh, to be honest i don't feel um anything like that in us so i i feel that based on my experience what i experienced is that the relationship here in us is um is simpler yeah you don't need to spend much time uh dealing the relationship with um others or yeah gossiping too much yeah that's how i feel okay i see thank you mm, thank you for your question very good question and um, <laughs> very 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 glad to see you and i think we all enjoyed um this 
career building series in which you talk about, you know, you shared so much and we are truly very grateful. Thanks, Ella. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great honor to spend some time with all of you. Mm -hmm. Thanks.